All right, all right, another great show here, Feeney Talks with Friends. My name is Eric Feeney, founder and president of the nonprofit Friends of Feeney. Our mission is to help children and families that have heartbreak or tragedy. I use this avenue to talk to wonderful people in our community doing great things. And thanks to my buddy Dave at Direct Line Media for making it all possible. Episode 23, the Michael Jordan of insurance, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Ryan Keating. What's going on? podcast loyal listeners of Feeney world and and maybe people that are fans of me in one way or another uh definitely yeah the michael jordan of insurance i'll take that <laughs> i'll take that all day number 23 um, make shots from anywhere are you but, a- uh we're uh yeah we, we were just kind of talking before jumping on how eric was a guest on on my podcast experience we have podcast october 2019 yeah and here yeah. we are I think that was my first podcast experience, yeah. and I want to thank you for that. That was an amazing time. You got the word out about our Makerspace event at Elmwood Community Center. Uh, Doug Rankin and his wife, Ann, text me right away. They're like, oh, you need boxes? Come to my house. We have so many boxes. I'm like, how do you know? Well, we heard you on the Weha Experience podcast, so you definitely helped get the word out. Uh, it was a fun time. A lot of guests we double up. Uh, Anissa, you've yeah. had on. Matt Whitney. Uh, well, else? I think that says a lot for the community yep. around us here. I like your, uh, your your slogan tagline: "Wonderful people doing great things." All right, you know, cool, thanks. Like, direct to the point, and uh, yeah, no, you. When you say West Hartford, or you say community, or sponsoring, the Keating Agency is there for a lot of events, and I, I mean. Do you want to get into that? How did that start? This is your show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, let's go to t- 23. Are you a Jordan or a LeBron guy? Oh, Jordan. Okay, yeah, good, good. All right, because I'm a Jordan guy. Our last podcast, number 22. Are you a Ty, Andy, or Scott guy? You know Ty from the JCC? No. Baller? Scott? Anyway, they're ballers from the JCC. Uh, you're going to play with them soon. They were on talking JCC hoop, pickup hoop. Um, you're over 30. You're a man. You got to get yeah. in the over 30 men's league Wednesday night next next season. They Wednesday do um, jerseys, team captains, scoreboard, scoreboard. So is that the one that has the draft? The draft. Oh yeah, Eric when Brown. Eric was saying Seth Brown, was, his captain, yeah, is his brother is a captain. I played with Seth Brown. Yeah. Uh, when the season got canceled last year because of COVID. I was on Seth's Brown team, and we were going to win it all. You heard it here first, Seth Brown. <laughs> Throwing it out there. Yeah. I like but no, your, your, your organization is great. Um, your company, excuse me. It's been a family business for 50 years. Yep. Same spot on Arapahoe Road? <clears throat> or no? No, so we've always been in West Hartford Center. My grandfather wanted to be in the center, and when people asked where your office was, West Hartford Center. So Ah, nice. Originally, office was on Brace Road. Okay, was the first office, and then moved over to North Main Street. And then in 1992, my grandfather bought the Rapahoe Building where we are now. And so, what is going on? 30 years? No. Yeah. 2022. So when did you know you were going into insurance? I'm 33. We've been in that building for 30 years. So I know. <laughs> um, we used to, I mean, as a kid, we'd go in the office and my grandma, grandfather, my aunt worked there and they'd give us like an elastic 
with a magnet on it because all the paper and you'd be popping off. Uh, damn, I haven't done it in a while. The newspaper? I rolled newspaper no, clips. Rubber bands. Uh, like when you. Stamper? Rubber not stamper? A stamp. The metal clip that goes into the corner of a piece of paper to put staple. Oh, yeah. Oh, staple. Like, staple. Oh, yeah. yep. Staple. Yeah, there used to, you know, Staples was a store. Still ah, is a store, I guess. But gotcha. Their, uh, their traffic's not as frequent as it used to be. Nice. Um, so we'd go around the office with the magnet and the desk and pick up all, all the, the loose staples oh, yeah. from when you popped off all the mail. That's Everything funny. comes now email-based and it's digital. So the last time I've had to pop off a staple, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, as but a yeah, second so, grade teacher, we staple everything almost every day. So yeah. that's funny. Staple. And then you have the little alligator looking thing to pluck the staples out? Yep. Yeah. So that's what we got to use as a kid. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, here's this stack, you know, pop them out. And then you get the magnet yeah. Yeah. with the elastic to go pick them up. That's great. Um, which also, I remember as a kid, elementary school or so, we had a meteor shower and we went outside with a magnet and like in the grass or around the playscape, you would pick up little. A little like meteor fiber it's, carpet, um, which was pretty interesting. But yeah, I kind of, I mean, born into insurance, so it was always around. And then the idea was there um, back in 2009 or so. I got involved with my dad and my aunt working with them. And I've been down in Tampa, up in Maine, and being in your young 20s in West Hartford. I kind of was like, you know, if I don't leave now, this is, I'm never going to leave. Yeah. So I left for San Diego. I did uh, San Diego for two and a half years, the Bay Area, ski season in Utah, summer in Montana. Then ended up in Dallas for three years, got into the insurance space there. Woman I met at the ski lodge owned a benefits, health insurance, employee benefit company. Yep. And she asked me, she's like, what do you want to do in life for this? I'm like, I don't know, sell insurance. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, come work for me at my cherry orchard in Montana and maybe you can see what I do in our space of insurance. And that all worked out really well. Went down to Dallas and loved Dallas. Spent uh, about a year, a little over, working with her. She was a great mentor. But her business model had 12 clients, been clients for 20, 30 years. She thought she'd wanted to sell her business. We looked at some opportunities there, and then she just figured she'd let it ride. And from there, I got into a contracting job, moving a company from Atlanta to Dallas. And then I also started my own event and entertainment business called Bus to Gate, doing tailgates for Cowboys games. Ooh. And uh, learned a lot with that, raised money from people. Dax Prescott got hurt, had a lot of contracts that were signed. Um, and the fan base of the Cowboys was pretty fickle. So it kind of went big, too big, too fast in ways. You can't predict injuries. But from there, got back into insurance and the employee benefit space a bit. And after a couple months, I realized that company was not a good long-term fit. I didn't see myself as a, a happy future, per se. And so I started looking at other opportunities and put talking to my dad and looking and really analyzing coming back to Connecticut on the table of working and growing the family business side of things, third generation and whatnot. So August this year will be five years back. Oh, nice. 
I'm trying to get a sports analogy. Are you like the Griffey Sr., Griffey Jr.? Are you the more Del Curry, Steph Curry, Seth Curry? Like, uh, what's the lineage? Of the, of the family lineage of sports. Or uh, Aaron Boone, Matt Boone, and Brett Boone? Is that uh, Grandpa? You got the I mean, sports the Aaron Yeah, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> My grandfather. Bobby Bonds, Barry Bonds. I mean, who's the third? What third generation? I, know, uh, I think of someone. Well, I mean, the Fielders might be a good example. So, Cecil Fielder Prince. had a great career. Prince Fielder had a great career. It was kind of cut short by injuries. My dad, kind of his selling and building the business abilities got cut short by having to maintain it. Um, and then Prince Fielder's son is, I was reading an article, like one of the top high school prospects. Hitting crazy amounts of home runs, and people are talking about him being a potential top overall draft pick out of high school. Perfect. Um, That's the one. And another crazy stat in that article mentions Cecil Fielder and Prince Fielder both ended their career at the same amount of home runs. Yeah, that was crazy. I knew that one. That was weird. Um, So I think that's kind of fitting. Like my grandfather grew our agent to a certain point, and my dad's pretty much about doubled the agency size from there. And I don't know, I want to quadruple it plus nice you know no <clears throat> yeah and back to the sponsoring i i mean even here uh jill lewis life on the mountain magazine yeah. uh keating insurance you know your full That's coverage full f- does not always mean full protection yeah, but you're pretty much side of buses you're at um the girls softball I can name a bunch. Of, I mean, you know them more than I, but I see it everywhere. And I think it's amazing, and that shows that you're community-oriented. Uh, you are in the center. You are giving back, and that is what this show is all about. That's what Be a Good Friend is all about, and I think you guys definitely have lived by that mantra. I mean, you do work, but then you also give back and uh, sponsor, Yeah, well, I support. Say with that, too, so, I mean, Growing up in the community, my dad, my aunts, they went through all the public schools in West Hartford. My brother, sister, and I, same thing. So we have a lot of friends, clients, and people that are in the community. So it's all kind of like you're collectively in it together in ways. I mean, we wouldn't be surviving as a business without the support of community members. So then being able to give that back how we can, um, it's definitely... You know, neighbor, my neighbor. Lo- love to be able to sponsor everything and give, but it's hard too. Um, and controlling some of the insurance things that are happening on our end, premiums going down, commissions going down. So the predictive income is somewhat fluctuable, variable too. And gotcha. carriers used to give a lot more money as well to help the independent agents support the community too. So now it comes more out of our pocket. Versus the carrier partners that say, "Hey, here's twenty five hundred, five grand that they would help put towards different community uh, stuff too." So, wow, there's some legacy stuff that we've been a part of for a while that wasn't fully on our balance sheet, but then that's we've kept some of it too, so that adds a little. Uh, wow. But I think getting involved is important. You have to, yeah. And, commend you for that it's awesome and you volunteered your time at a donut crazy event uh, i don't know if you were signed on to be a celeb server but then you weren't feeling well but you did attend with agent and uh you stop, can- i remember that i don't know if that was <clears throat> i wasn't feeling well it was 
more just like hanging out being by I think I actually had to golf or something or the dog that I had to uh, forget exactly what it was maybe you didn't want to come but I was told <laughs> dog and speaking it, uh, of which yeah we got we got the dog in the guest office here. the PR dog I mean he even was a charity event where people these the people's puppy there was a little bracket of names and every person that suggested a name we donated a dollar to different animal shelters and organizations and for everyone that voted we did a march madness bracket for his name yeah so we had four different dave can you see agent right now you want to lift him up a little bit okay agent up oh there's the dog he's like i'm not budging all this camera on the on the hey we're gonna you got it, it a little in. manual you want me to do it I'm going to go down. Oh, 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 there he is. There's the pop. Agent. <clears throat> yeah, so, so we did a whole bracket of names. Uh, okay, we're going to go back to Ryan. And so ended up. Uh, I'm, I'm not the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, so, so I ended up getting him uh, the week before Easter. And so that two-month buildup while the puppies are still like, growing, before you can bring him home, coincided well with March Madness. And you know, I think we, had, I we ended it. up having over like 1,200 people participate. Uh, so his name, the final two were Shamrock versus Barkley von Wolfenhauser. And I didn't sway the voting. Shamrock won. So I named him Shamrock von Wolfenhauser. And then because he's the insurance dog, so he's Agent Shamrock. And an agent has kind of oh, cool. stuck his, his nickname name. Oh, I love it. No, this guy has 690 followers on Instagram. <laughs> agent Shamrock. Yes. So Agents Adventures, he does have his own Instagram page. Yeah, check it out. Which I basically look at that as it's just a one-stop photo album. Got the slow-mo drying off the water. The, the slow, those things you can do on a cell phone, right? I mean, these cameras can do thousands times better. But for a casual phone video photographer, yeah, some pretty cool stuff that gets out of there. Well, yeah, thank you for bringing them. Here is a doggy bandana. Agent, this is for you. Be a good friend. Here. Uh, you hear, hear doggy. He's like, <laughs> good boy here. Let's put this on. He's like doggy. Yeah. We'll, let, we'll let dad, Brian, we'll do that, that later. Yeah. later. We'll, we'll do that. Thank later. you for coming. He's a wonderful dog. We are, we had, this is our second dog on the show. We had my friend Joel bring his seeing eye dog, guide dog. Um, my friend Steve bring his seeing eye dog, Joel. Right. So check it out. Episode five, six, seven, eight, or nine. Uh, Steve, wonderful guest. He works a, a blind advocate uh, manager for Oak Hill School of the Blind. So yeah, check out Joel and Steve. But agent, good guy. Yeah, you agent. got an American School for the Deaf in town too. That'd be a good organization to get on. Yeah, they've been. On. My neighbor Wade is going to come on. He and he work. He retired from there. So, and his wife and his daughter. Generally is going to do the, the hands, um, sign language for him. And, but we've hung out. Matt Dix was on your show. Yep. Uh, Matt Dix is a, 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 um, a guest here and a coworker and a golfer. He had to speak up. He does storytelling. And he collaborated and did a hearing impaired storytelling. And I went with Wade. And we drove in the car together. We talked the whole time. He could read lips like perfect. So... And he, and he enunciates and talks well, and it was just great hanging out with Wade. He, a wonderful neighbor. Uh, his wife is also deaf, and um, both all three of their children know sign language. But it was a great event to have a speak-up event. Uh, they swapped to one. A hearing-impaired person told the story, 
and the guest spoke it and then the other way around where I mean a lot of people were signing and then they had someone they paid from far away that were t- was typing it on a screen uh, they get paid to like type super yep. fast uh, there's a name for it but um and then you get the audio yep. in the ear yeah yeah no great event uh, Wade yeah so um, do you do anything with the American School of the Deaf no uh, when we did our podcast though we would transcribe a couple of them here and whenever usually whenever it was asked for um, there are a couple of people who would reach out hey like yeah can't read the- it can you get it transcribed for the ADA compliance which yeah. now actually I think pretty much all websites have to have an ADA compliance yeah I think YouTube is just a quick little button which yeah. is great and it that's how it should be but Arapahoe Road 10 Arapahoe Road check out Ryan Maureen and Mike Big Mike <clears throat> Big Mike uh, Mora Mike Mora yeah oh, sorry yeah, sorry Mora. Mora. so yeah my, my sister Mora it's my dad's sister and I and then we got a team uh, a couple of people that work remotely um, seems very Burlington and Southington, so. And it's 860-521-1420. Check uh, them out. Keatingagency.com. Keating. <clears throat> which, when this releases, will have a new website up, so. Oh, go, speaking go. of which, I went to your website. Pretty cool. I'm just searching. You got a blog. You got, a, like, cool pictures. Peter pops in. Hey, hello. Are you there? Peter, you need anything? Yeah. How'd you get that? What's that about? Is that going to still be there in the new feature? <clears throat> so we're looking at, so we have two, and that was part of the thing when, like my dad tried to be modernized and put on the Facebook messenger chat and then put on this one as well, that it is a live person and it's a company that when someone responds or talks to it, it triggers. Um, okay. And we get mixed. I had a picture with it. of Peter too. And I'm like, does Peter really look yeah, like this? Cause you can do, you can jump, they'll jump on a call with you. They'll take everything. You know, you can get the basic information and is it urgent? Is it this? Is yeah. it, no, that's um, great. The new website should have a little bit more self-service options too, or you know, buying a car, changing this, that so you could kind of send us that info, get a new ID card, or the prospective client side of things. Usually, a phone call is good. Yeah, you do so. auto, home, life, and business. Yep, very cool. Yeah. And then uh, I would like to thank you again. You do the directors and op, op officers insurance and liability insurance for the nonprofit. Um, it was based on a suggestion you saw a can drive and you're like, you know, I think you need to uh, make sure you have insurance, right? Yeah. We'll have the liability <laughs> side of things too. Of Yeah. And you went in a couple scenarios and I was like, you know what? That's a wonderful idea. Yeah. And so glad to, that you reached out and gave that suggestion and now it's working well. Uh, I feel a little more comfortable at can drives, but it's a good state of mind and safe. Uh, has and that been covered. one of your the better event i mean so you're doing those what every two months or so now yeah we skipped april it was busy on the weekends and i had people emailing and texting hey i got all these cans we need to do a can drive we tried a may sunday it worked out all right yeah. though as as the weather gets better um you know we're selling more swag which is good yeah. and uh collaborating with gastro park and some of the food trucks and their uh giving back a more percentage on based on their sales too so we get a little fun there so it's a it's a good operation i mean uh matt whitney the guy that does brown bagging it donates his box truck so i save money there uh the chet right down the street the west hartford redemption center opens up and stays like a little later so we could just go dump it yeah so it's working out yeah when we stopped by the truck was probably three quarters full of donations i mean that was yeah, pretty cool operation. They just come by, th- 
throw it in. So when it does happen, come by. Oh yeah, right down the street, Smash Avenue. Yep. You're a celeb. You're you're like. Um, did you get paid for that commercial? You're, you gotta yeah, check out Smash yeah. Avenue. Yep. Yes. Technically, I'm a gift card paid actor. Oh yeah. Um, All right. That, that was a funny experience there. Um, Smash Avenue. Yeah, you had a mullet and a headband. Yeah. Leather jacket. <laughs> uh, batting gloves on or whatever. How'd you work that out? Uh, they asked. Nice. If uh, I had a good... I had Smash a good, Avenue I had a good, or the guy who... I had a good beard who... going. Uh, Jeff Lewis, uh, Jill's husband, actually. His company does commercial production oh, right, cool. um, and, and video stuff, so... He had asked me because my beard was looking pretty good and had seen my mutton chop yeah. picture before. And then I was like, I got this headband mullet. They're like, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> so. what'd you, and what'd you smash? It's like CD case, a bottle. So my, the, what ended up in the commercial was the CD cases. So like a baseball bat, stacked them up. And actually, they were pretty fun to break. You know, like hit them on the side, smash them down. Um, I did then break just for fun while I was there on my own camera, slow motion, that glass bottle with all the color oh, sand. Yeah, yeah. sand yep. I saw that one. Yep. Colored sand that just, that was flowing against the wall. Um, and there was something else that was like, took a solid hammer. Oh, cell phones, old cell phones. Um, and like some old iPods that were just the big brick. So like sledgehammered those was pretty good. And I, when we first met, you were doing a bartending, celebrity bartending at Park and Oak. Will you be willing to do that again? Oh, I'll, absolutely. All right. Because yeah. Friends of Feeney, we're getting these silicone cups that'll say, be a good friend on them. Kind of like their symbol. Where's my... Yeah, yeah, the one new, of, uh, yeah, like the desk notepad that we just got. Thank you, Cricket. Dom yeah. at Cricket is phenomenal. Dom so and Greg. It's going to be opposite. It's going to be a green cup, white, be a good friend. Yeah. And if you buy the cup, you'll get a drink. There'll be celebrity servers. Ryan's going to be a celeb. Dave's definitely a celeb. So... Yeah, no, I, I was hoping you'd. Yeah, those, you'd those are a blast. Those. I mean, it's fun to yeah. hang out, socialize. I, I worked in the restaurants for a long time, and that was always a, an enjoyable side. You get one of my students' moms reaching out to like butchers and bakers, Plan B, yeah, and then Tate the, at the, Gastro the, Park said he would already do it. Yeah, the Local 8 restaurant group. Local 8. Yeah, they had the butchers and bakers and Plan Bs. Utter together. Saying, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I'm going to reach out to Rockledge and uh, Beachland, my home. Yeah, it might be tough for them with the, like, allowing, unless you're, like, just pouring a beer or this or that. But oh, they're hanging out. Some of it. The Rockledge probably would be a no-go. Beachland maybe a little more flexible for trip, but because the town owns Rockledge. So you'd have to uh, yep. work some stuff there and, and whatnot. But there's a lot of great spots in town. So True. There'll, there'll be, be going there'll on. be no shortage of opportunity. We'll just have celebrity servers every other weekend. Right, agent? Yeah. Yeah, so. I named my dog Barkley for Charles Barkley. <laughs> Speaking of hoop, yeah, you like basketball. Yeah. yeah we're we're going to get hoop going. Playoffs going on now. Hockey playoffs have been actually really good too. Yep. So we got some nice uh, Bruins, Celtics and, still going on. And it's on. really cool that you – I have a collection of cards. How's the baseball – how's the cardboard stock going? <laughs> The cardboard stock, the car, the cardboard gold is good. Yeah, it's a little. It took over. Uh, it still is taking over my living room right now. <laughs> so, the, so the bachelor pad is like a, the card shop I always wanted. <laughs> yes, um, definitely. With, but then I've been getting to a good level. I picked up a card show I do every month now, 
in Granby last Sunday of every month. So that's been a good outlet for. So I play a game. You ready for a game? Mad yeah. Dick's storytelling. Best, worst, first, last. Your best baseball card, your worst baseball card, your first one, and your last one. Uh, you can take a minute and answer any way you want. I know you're a collector. Well, so, so baseball in general is all the sports cards. Oh, all your like, cards, yeah. We'll I'm go sports think, cards. <clears throat> the best for me, and it's one I pulled as a kid that I've, you know, kind of enshrined it basically. Sidney Crosby autograph rookie card. Ooh. Um, Are you a Penguins fan? Whalers for life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, NHL 94. You ever play NHL Sega, for yeah. Sega? Is it not the best game ever it made? Is, it is the Can best game. Can you go game. on record saying that's the best game? That's the best game out there. For okay. all sports games, yeah. NHL 94. And, and you have the bachelor the pad. I have the Sega and the NHL 94. Can I bring it over someday and we could just play? Can great. we live stream it? We could, Twitch it? Facebook yeah, Live we, it? We can make an NFT out of it. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I went out and got the game. It was that good. I bought it again. It'd be just uh, There's an NHL 94 Twitter page. Amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should run a little tournament at one of, your, at one of these locations in the center and yeah, have could, a uh, NHL 94 uh March Madness. We do a bracket. Bracket. Yeah. I'm the Penguins, so I've been a Penguins fan because of that game. <laughs> well, you got Yager, Lemieux. Yep. Um, Kevin Stevens. Kevin Stevens. The Ron Francis probably still there. So you you would have to sub him off the bench for Kevin Stevens. Yeah. Uh, Ulf Samuelson was yeah, a Wheeler. And then like Tom Brass was probably the, the goalie. Penguins goalie. 94 Red Wings got to be pretty solid. Yep, Sergio, Sergio, Sergio Fedorov, uh, Osgood. So I, my, one of my best friends was the uh, the Bruins, Oats. We called Don Don Sweeney the Death Dealer, Don the Death Dealer because he could check. Yeah, Devils would be good with uh, Scott Stevens, Brodeur. I don't know if Elias might be too early for Elias. I think no, um, he was there. Chris Elias, uh, Patrick oh, Elias, and then the Nord. Deeks, well, Patrick Waugh would probably still be on the Canadians. Nordiques would have been. Jeremy Roenick was pretty good for the Blackhawks. Yeah. Modine was pretty good for the Stars. Hossip might have still been a Blackhawk then before he went to Buffalo. Yeah. So all my hockey knowledge is from 94. NHL 94, yeah. <laughs> all of it. And I love it. And I the, have the it. Early, so. The early 90s had a lot of good talent uh, of young guys. Uh, Pavel Bure. Oh, yeah. Theo Fleury. Um yeah, some good goal scorers out there. And then you, you mentioned the, the, the go across the goalie move. Yep. You just hold it to the goalie slid <laughs> and then Shoot. just doop. <laughs> yeah, I was a big one-timer guy. Yeah, or you come behind the net. You know, you oh, see, yeah, you get a move same and, thing. He'll yeah, get if stuck. you don't get hit, yeah. One-timer uh, all the way. <clears throat> back The best first. The best would be yeah. that Crosby Auto rookie. That's pretty cool. Uh, my worst card, <laughs> the one that I probably just threw in the trash the other day. <laughs> Um, I mean, but by ironically, like, so I've been buying sets off or collections off people and stuff. And it's funny to see some of the, like, there was like a huge stack of, uh, like Andre Ware cards. This guy had, I mean, top yep. prospect drop. I think he was, num- was a number one draft pick yep. overall or so. I have a bunch of his cards. Um, and so there's been some other just like baseball players that someone collected a bunch of that never became good. Yeah. That's the, the stock um, nickname. Like you just, you invest in this guy. You're like, Oh, I hope he's going to be good. Nope, not um, Andre Warrior. And then my first card or so, one that I've kept also that like since I was a kid, is an autographed Brett Favre card um, from his first year with the Packers. That would, I think, been 92 or 93. 
because yeah. he originally was a Falcon, right? Falcon. Um, and then my last card, my last purchase I made actually like uh, yesterday, I bought a Chipper Jones rookie card graded PSA ten. Picked yep. it up for like forty bucks, which the cost to get it graded is twenty thirty dollars now. Are so. you doing that too? The sending them off to get Somewhat. graded. Okay. Yeah, it's a process. That's a new and then thing. They've been. I didn't do. Companies have been. PSA has been shut down. The price has been jacked up across the board. That. Ah, uh, yep. You know, and then I guess sending them out is taking longer, and costing more. Yes. Yeah. Before PSA shut down, they were a private company. Now they're, where they were publicly traded, they got bought by a private company, and then there's been some internal change there. They shut down intakes of new orders to catch up with their backlog and they're projecting July to be back open to the public and see what that does. But uh, there's some other companies coming about and it's just, it, it's an interesting market. I mean, a lot of people have rekindled youthful carding. Yeah. It's gotten very expensive and hard to get product of new unopened packs into children and young collectors and costs advantageous. It's like too, Target so. and Walmart used to sell them. And then people would line up at 6 a.m. and run to the card section, oh, yeah, buy the so whole you... case. But yeah. now one of them targeted Walmart said, we're not selling cards anymore. It's not <clears> worth it. People would be camping out outside. People would be fighting. They, they implemented a one or two Yeah, one case per, per person. Per box. Not even a case. Box. The case holds 12 to 24, the little boxes. And gotcha. Got, okay. So then people would buy out that inventory and then go resell it online. And the resale market was three four times what... You know, cost you twenty bucks in the store. You're selling it for sixty to hundred, um, which but is you can get like a forty thousand dollar card or something. Someone said maybe four thousand. Maybe yeah, the chance in those ones is quite rare. Retail's not going to have that. Yeah, you you'd, you'd have to open fifty thousand dollars worth of cards to get a one of those per se. But the rookies, I mean, basketball's been a big part of it. The Panini prisms, and they've added a bit different than tops back in the day, and. Man, I really dropped the ball. I wish I had this card. And you play the game where, like, you slide it down, covering the name, and you guess the random player. You ever see Darren Rovell do it? No. Yeah, I'll look that one up. Look up Rovell. He does it, and he does it live. So he cracks a pack open, and you slide him where you you just see the picture, and you're like, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> Deion James or <laughs> Eric Davis, you know, random Jesse Barfield cards yeah. or, you know, just random players. and. You know, you're pretty good when you know, when you can. You're seeing so many Billy of Billy Ripken, who knows? Well, that Randy. Billy Ripken card's a, a popular one. You have that one? The card with the I inappropriate do. word Yeah, on that's the a fun one. Um, and then there actually, there's a Randy Johnson rookie where they changed it, but the background of the stadium had a Marlboro ad. So that's actually like one of his rarer ones because they realize like, oh, kids are buying these cards, Marlboro. Ooh. I don't know when they changed it, but they then they changed it. out? Coca-Cola. Because uh, <laughs> like, it was red, so they kept it red, and then they just changed like Marlboro to like Coca-Cola. Oh, wow. See, um, I didn't know that one. That's cool. Yeah, the errors were like a big thing. You know, if he's holding the bat, his thumbs were wrong <laughs> or something or a word. Yeah, spell some names wrong. Yeah, errors were cool. Still happens. Um, like there was some pictures. I forget who the basketball player was. They put the wrong guy. They switched their rookie cards. Wrong name, yeah. wrong guy. Oh boy, um, and that actually happened with Carlos Beltran on his rookie cards. Um, they put some like Juan Delone or something on it, Jose Delone, and yeah, I was a catcher growing up, 
I'm a Yankee fan, but I had a, like three or four pages dedicated to Gary Carter, <laughs> the kid. Just, you know, he was cool, number eight, and just, and then Daryl Strawberry when he played for the Yanks and the Mets. And I think he had a Red Sox stint too. Did he? Come on. Andre yeah. Dawson, I had a lot of cards. Although the, the only first one I think guy who played on all, David Cohn, Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, had a little. Oh, what's this guy's name? I have a picture with him too. Uh, Darren Bragg. Yep. He played for like 14 teams. Maybe not the Mets, but 14 teams. But he's a, yeah, he's a friend of a friend. Got a picture with him, which is pretty cool. And then back to uh, that was one game. But you got best worst. How much is your signed Crosby, if you want to give or take? So I've not gotten that one graded yet. Some of the graded ones sell around five thousand or so. It could it would probably sell straight up as is, two grand. Nice. Um, Favre. The, How about the, the Favre. The Favre is well child handled. Oh yeah. So it's you know fuzzy white corners in this. So that one really for me is just that like first card yeah. or like one of the cards as a kid that did you have the, the the plastic like you had the plastic where you slid it in then i had the plastic where you pressed it on and screwed it in screw down thick, cases like yeah. it was like the declaration of independence i have an ozzy smith rookie card in there one of those but the corners are beat it's like what's the point of putting in this hard plastic <laughs> when the corners are practically rounded yeah yeah well you know back then condition was big but it wasn't what was as important grading yeah. was not as popular as it is now oh, yeah. so it was, was preservation it? in ways beckett yeah you got the beckett book the price oh. guide yeah guys just do- he's a doctor making up sports card prices. that what beckett was a doctor well, he's, he's dr james beckett yeah and i don't really know what it is i mean he got a doctor in something he's That's not so like a, a surgical doctor but and then did you have starting lineups the little the figurines yeah yeah yep. yep. i had a yep. Deion sanders michael joy i still have a bunch too i got a bag in the attic, um, I was looking through them. Like they're all still like, in the box or not now, box. like hockey ones that like used to like have around as a kid. I remember football actually one time. Me and my brother, it was the Super Bowl, and we basically like made the starting lineups or like we had them all set up as the game was going on of cards. Nice. Out as the Niners playing someone um, and moving them as they move too. Like or no. yeah, like Montana passes to Rice, no, like yeah. throw, throw the card. Throw to Rice again yeah. and again. Yeah, he's that's a rookie card I want to add. Uh, I got a Montana rookie. I want to get a uh, a Jerry Rice rookie. That'd be nice. Got a, got a couple of Henderson rookies. Um, one of my more expensive cards is a Shaq rookie that graded a ten. So that that's a hold right now. Yeah, I have, I have a couple Shaqs. I had a Shaq. I have a Shaq jersey. I have a Shaq. I must have something. Blue chips. They made like a blue chips card set too. Simpson cards, blue chips, Looney Tunes. One of one of my favorite. One of my favorite Shacks is um, pure nineties. He's in like neon, in a car. He's got the colored durag bandana on going, and he's on a car phone. Oh, like massive, I'm sure. Like yeah, car phone with the cord into the car, <laughs> just like sunglasses. I'll I'll send a picture of it like to you. When I Zach Morris phone from Saved by yeah. the Bell. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be the one. He, he's got a cool one. He's sliding on his chest for the ball, and the camera was like right here. And he's like, <clears throat> Griffey's got some good. One. The photography too. Looking at some of the older cards, 
<clears throat> upper deck did do well with photography for the baseball, football, basketball, yeah, um, hockey, but but really baseball and basketball. I think you can see some of their photos the most. Where Griffey with the hat backwards, love it. Yeah. I had a I had a Seattle Mariners hat, wore it backwards. The kid, yeah. gotta love that guy. Yeah, remember what was that lids back lids. in the mall? Yeah. So we're gonna get a '94. NHL either definitely going to play a couple times and then we're going to try to get a tournament going. Yeah, that'd be, that'd fun. be fun. We could get a couple, maybe two or three Sega Genesis and the game. Yeah. I mean, even doing something like that. Because uh, I mean, places with projectors or then just like using a Nissa's place or something and a couple of the different Ooh. breakout rooms with the TVs in there and then you can. You know, like socialize, Anissa. play in the rooms. Anissa, episode 20. Anissa, we're coming to your for a 94, 1994 Sega Genesis <laughs> yeah, tournament. We're going to have a video game tournament at the co-working <laughs> establishment. Yeah. It's going to be a great place. You have, um, she has screens. <clears throat> she has Wi-Fi. She has areas. <clears throat> a content coffee, lab. Con- you know, maybe people get angry and frustrated. They could close the door. Yeah, and we, we, we got to make our uh, our NFTs <laughs> and get some NFTs going. Get some get some original music going, and you got everything. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I meant to ask you earlier. Another game. Top three things that you need to do or have as a characteristic or to do your job well. Insurance. If you were to teach a a mentor, a mentee, excuse me. What are three things that a good insurance agent should have and do? Um, I should have just asked it that way. Yeah, so (laughs) solving problems, I'd say, is one of the biggest parts of it because you don't really use insurance until there's an issue. And so part of it is predictive outcomes, foreshadowing, seeing what could happen. So being able to see the bigger picture and if this, then that. And if that was to happen, how would it affect your business or your livelihood? You know, you get in an auto accident. Do I have enough coverage, <clears throat> property damage, state minimums, $10,000 or $15,000? Well, most cars don't cost $15,000. So you hit a forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 car and it's totaled. Your property damage is 30, 40 grand, whatever the depreciated prices so you're yeah. coming out of pocket most likely on that so do you um, offer advice and suggestions in that part that, yeah that, just so that'd be part of the consultative review like hey like what are my limits we would make suggestions on why possibly higher limits uninsured motorist coverage connecticut has a very low doubling the the, the fee or cost out of pocket for what you get so if you have 100 300 to go to 200 600 or 250 500 and go 500 to a million of limits wow it's pennies on the dollars for what you would get in that um and then it's problem solving is a good one yeah and then it kind of it's different too of the sales side the you know you have to be a people person if you're front facing some people are very data analytical they like to be at a desk, have tasks, and be task focused. So one of the great parts about the insurance industry is there's many places people can fit in. So it, it's kind of skill, not agnostic, like but a forte kind of deal. You can fit people into different parts that would be very successful. 
<clears throat> you can put people in situations that aren't going to make them successful because that's not their strength. Um, so, I mean, I'd say personableness, I mean, having a drive too and compassion. Uh, one thing that's really interesting and we didn't get as much this past year, but people coming in the office that were clients of my grandparents and the community side of it, I think kind of resonates with that. Yeah. But <clears throat> people call you at time of need. Someone passed away this. We need to remove them or divorce even. This is a tough spot for people. But and you don't know what that person's going through too. They might not disclose I need to remove someone from policy or someone passed away. They sold the house. We need to cancel the policy. You know, so that's the wire. This, empathy, yeah. Understanding. And that, yeah, that personal connection I could see too. That, that's a popular one. A lot of people say the yeah. top three personal problem solving. I like that one. Yeah. I could see that definitely happening. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting. So <clears throat> actually today launched uh, the protege which is a reality TV show that I'm in on it's well, I mean, it's a digital TV show, digital reality show. There's 11 on one of 11 contestants and we had seven, eight challenges. So it's going to be 12 episodes and it tracks kind of what we go through on the back end as insurance agents, putting together sales pipelines. Is this an exclusive drop on friends of Phoenix? Phoenix this, this, with friends? This, this is an exclusive drop, yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Ryan. So, what's a protege? The protege. Protege. Yeah. And <clears throat> who's recording? Is it all self-recording? So we would submit B-roll, like yeah, you know, set up a tripod on the phone, Zoom, uh, or Loom, I think it's called, where you can like record your screen and yep. talk yep. into that. There's so, eleven contestants, all our insurance, all across the country. Agents. Yep. Six coaches from across the country. The, they give you challenges. Can yeah, you talk so, about any challenges? Somewhat. I mean, so like the first one was with COVID. So this started back in November. I think October submitted a 70 plus people applied. You had to put together a video about like, what would you get out of the show? Why do you want to be on the show? Then they narrowed that down to 11. And the first challenge was, you know, what industries has COVID impacted? and picking three of those industries that would where insurance has been impacted or comes into play. And then from there, you kind of define prospects and marketing strategies throughout the rest of the challenges. Cool. So do people vote for you in the end? Um, so I can't disclose as much share the link and we're going to get both. So of the 11, there's going to be a final three. The final three will be announced in end of August. And then end of August, those three will go to San Antonio for an event that's an insurance conference and do a live presentation pitch of saying, like, what did you learn? What did you get out of it? And then it will be community voting for the final three. Very cool. So That's awesome. It well, congrats is. for being a part of it, one of 11. West Harvard will be right behind you. We'll get some votes out for you. How do you think you're doing? Have you seen other people's videos? <clears throat> no. So, so literally today, and today was just uh, like an intro video explaining like the what about the show, what to expect. 
and introducing the coaches and then the 11 contestants. So the next episode is going to be, we had a draft. Um, so the coaches drafted us each 11, like one through 11. It's like a cooking show or a baking um, show, but insurance. Yeah. This is amazing. <clears throat> well, I mean, one, of the, one, one, of, one of the guys Has says, never uh, done this before? yeah, first off, one of the guys said like until a million dollar listing, real estate wasn't cool. So, <laughs> oh, there's a real estate show that does this too. Uh, well, million dollar listing follows around realtors selling really nice houses. How long has that been out? A is that on while. Netflix? Uh, no, I think that's on um, like Hulu? Hallmark now. <laughs> Hulu? Hulu, Hallmark. No, no, million Bloomberg dollar listing probably on. It's probably on Discovery. Very cool. Something like that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, no. Uh, Repo Man, Pawn Shops, you know, Pickers, all these shows that were, you know, not the coolest thing, but you have some charismatic characters. People will watch it, you know. Are you wearing the mullet headband on video? In my intro video, I do. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah, well, I think that's probably what Jeff saw because I was throwing that. That video has got almost a thousand views, um, which should go past that now with it being released. Um, Do you, can we share that video? Can we add it to the link of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I'll right. send you a link. Yeah, so, send me that link. We're gonna put it on the link of the podcast. Yeah, the protege show, uh, killing commercial, is the host of it, and it's a sales training program geared towards middle market, large commercial accounts, and then. The winner of it gets a lifetime membership to it. So it's kind of a mastermind networking group with other insurance professionals too to say like, hey, I'm working on this account or how would you guys approach this? So you get a nice support network. Nice. That'll help bump up. Yeah. Yeah, with that. Grandpa will be proud. He would be. Yeah. Um, I'm launching Connecticut Risk as well. Uh, so that's the first first Another drop. drop here for you. The protege stuff I've been promoting on social media the Connecticut risk I've not made public yet, but now with the show being launched, so that's kind of what my challenges will be about of I create Connecticut risk through my challenges. Is that risk um, an acronym for something or what's that? What's... Insurance is risk. Oh, risk. So, so risk gotcha. management, you gotcha, get into gotcha. that more of a, the consultative versus number so side of things. what is and... Connecticut risk? Say you're talking to a second grader, explain Connecticut risk. So uh, as a business, you have, you make money on selling Mm -hmm. whatever widgets. You have liabilities like your employees, the cars on the road, if they get in a car accident, you have a lot of money invested in your building. And if something happens that might cost you money, insurance products are there to prevent your risk and limit how bad that could affect your business. Uh, So things that would help prevent your business from having to close. All right. Um, does Connecticut well as, risk uh, parallel Keating Agency or is it something totally different? <clears throat> It'll or, be supported by Keating Agency. So Keating Agency will be the insurance arm behind it. Gotcha. But it also gives the ability to market more risk management services, OSHA getting into certain areas that some people pay consultative services to, bringing on partners that there could be revenue share opportunities through the Connecticut Risk Platform. Um, well, we're excited so. that you shared two exclusive drops, Connecticut Risk. Be on the lookout for that. We'll have a link on the podcast. And Protege, that's cool. Yeah. Reality TV star. Not only is he in commercials for Smash Avenue, this guy's a TV smart. TV star, Ryan Keating. 
<clears throat> nice. So next, next we got to go on the side of a, a bus, right? Yes. Put the, the photo out there, like Cart- Carter Mario. Yeah, let's do it. Do um, business life and auto, can you share your clients? Is that public knowledge or is that private? Like, do, you, um, do you have restaurants in the center or businesses in the center that you could share? Or? Yeah, I mean, so we're supportive of a lot of our clients too, uh, especially some of the restaurant partners. Like during COVID, we were able to, you know, you can't give money to clients in ways of how the legality works. But like, so, so Toro Loco is one of our clients that's been growing and they opened up in the beginning of COVID and they have a location in Farmington right by Yukon. And so they started. Is it the to, old wooden tap? Yep. Man. Yeah. So they started doing meals for healthcare workers. You know, so we made, we bought you know, like some meals for them to donate a couple of days. Very cool. Um, we did that Joe Pizza client up in Canton. Toro Loco just opened Toro to Burn in the old Park and Oak spot. Oh, nice. And they're opening up a third spot in... Parkville? Uh, next to Whole Foods on Raymond Road. Oh, wow. Um, and Craft no. Bird was doing the food donations as well. Um, we have a, a pretty good client that does... They make pet food, Almost Pride. Um and they run a turkey drive, the old Miller Foods elements, you know, we donate some turkeys. So they're giving it back to, you know, clients, supporting clients like the Gastro yeah. Park, uh, being able to help them with their Are they clients? setup. Yep. Yeah, working with them through that process and, you know, the, the longevity of the project. So Gastro Spot, episode 19. Yeah. Um, no, great place. And that's cool. You do have a wonderful legacy and a great positive um, connection with the community so that whatever you're doing at the Keating agency please keep it up uh, Mora yep. I said it right Mora and Mike thank you so much you guys are would you consider them being a good friend absolutely I mean, right. <clears throat> I'm grateful my dad is you know he supports all of this as well like so you actually get the picture of Jerry who's my dad's best friend yeah. uh, wearing the friends of Feeney shirt Jerry this is like be a that, good actually. teammate right here. Yeah, I get a yeah. He's a basketball guy. He's he's like six four. Oh yeah, no wonderful human being. Works um, his tail off. Hard worker. Yeah, Passes me the ball too. There you go. Nice, Jerry. So I like Tell guys me. that rebound and work really hard on defense, so I could focus on offense. But uh, Jerry, wonderful, and he sent this, you know, out of the blue. Wonderful to see. He was hanging out with your dad. Yep. Um, but Jerry, awesome guy, and he's rocking the hoodie. Be a good teammate, be a good friend, and Jerry definitely is that. And we, he even mentioned, we talk all the time, actually after that text, hey, miss you when you've been playing, we gotta hang out. So Jerry's the man. And uh, Keating Agency, 10 Arapaho Road. Yes, sir. And it is 860-521-1420, and keatingagency.com. Or check out the new website. New website. Peter, Peter will ask you, hey, hello, how you doing? Yeah, Give well, me I mean, anything? It's, the forms are it's simpler. It drives better from a user experience, too. Like, and a big part of that is going to be putting out more video content with it, like educational, nice. minute, minute and a half. I've been actually thinking to do a Ask Agent, Ooh. basically talk insurance to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Whatever works. You get a cute puppy out there. I mean, it's content, and it's getting your word out there. And Instagram, again, is just pictures. In a couple words. Yeah. And that, that dogs, dogs and food. Yeah. That's what people look for. An agent is one good dog. Cute. Yes. 
He looks even better with his Be a Good Friend bandana. Yeah. He, tough interview <laughs> agent. He's passed the, the, out. The, the white color, you know, that, that won't stay white for long, but <laughs> you, should, you should go green with the white lettering. Ooh, all right. Deal. Next time. Yeah. Definitely. Well, uh, do you know We Care Computers? Do you know Avi? Avi, yeah. Avi. Actually, Avi might be a podcast that was never released. Come on. So we recorded when Jeff and I were doing the experience we has, we would stack like four or five. And actually, we did release Dave, did we? Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, we, add, we'll put that link in the thing. Yeah, we, yeah, we would, we'll add Dave's link on we our link. Stack guys. <laughs> um, so we'd record them. And so I guess shutdown happened, what, March? Yep. So like in February, we ended up recording like five or six. And then kind of the shutdown happened. And we already had some before that. And then Jeff moved to Fairfield or kind of knew he was moving. And he kind of just was like, he made a decision of moving on from the experience we have that he put a lot of time into and and building out, you know, his new life. Um, but uh, I, I think we we recorded Avi and we recorded one other person that we did not uh, end up releasing that are lost in the Google Cloud drive space of Jeff's computer. <laughs> Avi, we owe you one. Well, listen, Avi, I'll have you on. We can share anything that you talked about with Ryan. We could share it again. No, but uh, Jeff, yeah. you guys had a, an amazing program growing. I think I'm going to steal your idea, if you don't mind, and where you put, like, at minute six, we talked about this. At minute 13, you talk about that. Oh, you yeah, felt that, that worked? Or? Oh, absolutely. So, so one, I mean. What's the pros and cons of doing that? Because I think we well, might Well, a lot switch. of people see, you know, visual, like, oh, like, I had so many people. Oh, you had so-and-so on your podcast or this because you see the video and i'm like oh like what you like about it? they're like oh, i didn't listen to it <laughs> and i was like oh but then if you go and you click or like saw the article connection. then you could be like all right intro this or like when if you tag sports cards at the 40 minute mark or whatever like well i don't want to hear ryan talk about insurance and this of oh, sports cards that's cool all right so you might click but it also helps when you if you go back to like, so you listen through something and something might've stuck out that you wanted to re-listen to. Yeah. And you can know, right. Oh, it was around that time too. You're my first um, one. I think we're doing it. Is that uh, all right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'll go back and do them to them all, but it's a new day. Michael Jordan of insurance the is Michael here. Jo yeah. Episode 23, Ryan Keating. Um, any closing remarks, anything you'd like to share? Grateful for you inviting me on. Uh, it's nice to see the, podcasting come full circle yeah um and I, I toy with bringing one back or not but it is it's a lot of work too into them and yeah if you, you want know. to do it right and with the links and the oh, yeah. and then this the setup like this too and in, in time thankfully uh, i have dave volunteers this time wonderful support yeah, the, production, the production level of this is top notch i mean we can talk after when Dave's there, but like we were using a little sound, like a, and it was nice. Ours was mobile. So we did ones in restaurants and people's stores and, and that helped a lot too. I, I think definitely the in-person element versus the zoom or that, um, adds a lot, but there's still, there's good podcast networks out there and you can get a wider reach depending on what your topic is. But for the localized community podcast, yeah. This is perfect. Um, it's very local, and uh, it's all about our community. Yeah, what's your next event coming up? Um, the celebrity bartending one is coming up. Uh, we don't know. It's going to be later in June when the Cubs come in, so you will be getting a, co a 
a call yeah. to come support. We may have a can drive at Gastro. I haven't talked to them. We just had a can drive. Yeah, we had to do something. So the, the celebrity bartending is coming up. So be on the lookout for celebrity bartending. You'll get a cup. You'll get some drinks. It all go to a good cause because we have some, uh, some fundraisers needed. So awesome. again, no, thank you so much for having me on at the Experience Weha. It helped get the word out for our Elmwood Makerspace uh, event. And thank you for being a guest. Well, even just, I mean, I thought it was great learning about what you do and how it started of you helping a student just out of the kindness of your heart. And then, like you said, the second year, the same thing happened. Yep. Um, having a student that lost a family member, a parent, and did it happen three years in a row or the third, second one kind of? So it was like three out of four years. Yeah. So, yeah. It was and crazy. Kinda, and I'm, it's been slowly growing and. Who knows where it will go but again it's community people like you dave and the people that we've had on in the past that are just looking to do right for our community yeah. and that's what it's all about and this place has it you know west hartford has it with uh, heart pride loyalty yeah. so awesome again shout out to avi thank you for the shirt <laughs> avi has given 10 laptops 10 desktops we got them to students in need that were struggling to get on remote learning but Abby came through and made it happen. He has given mouse uh, webcams, mouse, uh, yeah, they're called mice, mice. Um, but just technology, go see him. He's over by Bishop's Corner behind Crown Market. Uh, what's that street called? Dude? Not Mohegan, on your way to Mohegan. Uh, Troutbrook, was that, well Troutbrook kind of mountain. runs down. I know where it is. I mean, so North Main, you take a right, Asylum. Asylum. Yep. But again, Avi, thank you so much. The West Hartford Chamber. And thank you so much, Don. Dom at Cricket. Check out these pads. Thank you, Dave. Direct Line Media. And thank you, Ryan. Yeah, thank You're you the man. Guys.